0: Well, good morning. Thank you for worshiping with us today, joining us in this sacred virtual space. And if you haven't already done so go ahead and click share and share this stream with a friend over Facebook or over YouTube, wherever you are watching this, share this message with a friend, but we're going to continue our manifesting purpose through vision series on today. Manifesting purpose through vision. To rewind just a little bit, when we introduced this series a couple of Sundays ago, I simply asked you to see it again. To see again what God has already shown you related to your purpose and your vision. Last Sunday, Reverend Geraldine Daniels came and told you to use what you already have. Use what you already have as she shared with us tools and the things that we would need as we go through the process of manifesting our purpose through vision. Both of those sermons. If you go to our website, they are right there on the home page: www.thefirmfoundationchurch.com. Thefirmfoundationchurch.com. Today's message will definitely make a lot of sense if you've watched those two sermons before now. But in case you haven't, go watch them later. But join us today and stay in the stay in the game with us. So we're making two assumptions with this series. I want to make a reminder: we're making two assumptions with this series that you. Have some level of understanding of your purpose and some level of understanding of who you are and why you why you are here. So understanding of your purpose and identity. You don't have to have it pinpointed down a hundred percent because sometimes in our life these things shift a little bit, but you have some level some level of understanding around that. Number two, you just not only know this, but you're ready. To manifest your purpose in your life in this lifetime and so I want to remind you of our focal text for this series we may bring in different supporting texts throughout the series but this one text speaks enough about vision to carry us through the entire series and it's Luke chapter 14 verse 28 through 29 go ahead and find it in your Bibles or you can see it on the screen Luke 14 28 through 29 for which of you intending to build a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him. Verse 29 again, otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish it, all who see it will begin to ridicule him him. Now in this particular passage in your Bible, if you have read, you can tell that Jesus is talking in this particular passage and he's talking about the cost of discipleship. But this passage contains a principle. And when we say a principle, we teach that principles can be carried over into multiple situations, especially when it comes to life application. And so what he's teaching here is that before you head off to complete a task, it is wise to consider the cost. It is wise to consider the cost. Now, the cost is dependent upon the time, the resources, the people, the places, and the things necessary to see it to completion. And so, in other words, you must know breakdown by breakdown, step by step, line item by line item that is necessary, who, what, when, and how to complete that end goal okay so what does that tell us documenting a vision is is just as important as vision itself documenting a vision is just as important as a vision itself it helps you get from point a to point b to point c to point z Some of you are ready. You're saying, hey, show me how to document my vision. I'm ready. Some of us are in different places and have been through this process before. We think we know, but I'm asking you to slow down and hear whispers from God. Slow down and hear creativity from God and promptings from God as we go through this sermon series together. If you have a vision documented, maybe it's time to revise some portions of it to give your vision a revision. So what we're doing now, we are clearing the runway. We're not running just to say, let me document this vision. These are the steps I need to take. There are some things many of us need to clear off of our runway to even get to that point. It's kind of like when an airplane gets ready to take off, there are a few prerequisites that are confirmed by the pilot and the air traffic controller in the tower. And one of those is assuring that there are no other planes on the runway, no other barriers on the runway, why? because it's a waste of time and fuel to begin movement in a direction when there are barriers that can impede acceleration and ascension. And so it's the same with documenting your purpose and vision. There are some necessary evaluations that should be completed before you take off. Some necessary evaluations that could be completed, that should be completed before you take off. And so this particular sermon, is dedicated to one prerequisite to allow a smooth takeoff towards documenting your vision. So I want to submit to you today, if you're listening, that you were not born to live in a monotonous life. You were not born to live a monotonous life. You were not born to fall into some template or model for the life that the world or your family set for you. You were born to fall into a model and a vision that God set for you. And if you're going to do something extraordinary with your life, you must, number one, have courage to create something new. Write it down. Have courage to create something new. If you found yourself in the cycle of getting up every day at the same time, doing the same job, talking to the same people, laying in the same bed, but you realize that your vision requires more of you you realize that it requires that you break the cycle of yesterday but you must be courageous enough to make something new make something outside of that circle outside of that pattern that your life is in and if today if you're doing the same things that you did yesterday think of the same thoughts that you were thinking 6 months ago and you don't feel progressive in life by the standard of your own vision You must be courageous enough to create something new. You don't need a prophecy to predict your future. But I can tell you what your tomorrow looks like based on your today, your yesterday, and your habits from today. I can tell you what your tomorrow will be based on your yesterday and your habits from today. Now, as your pastor... I can walk with you, I can encourage you. Your accountability partners can walk with you and they can encourage you. But the one person who can introduce something new into the narrative of your life is you. The one person who can introduce something new into the narrative of your life is you. When you have a pattern that you're in, that's circular, that you're doing the same thing over and over again, like you program your life in this way. There's only one way to break the cycle and you can do it voluntarily. And sometimes life events force us outside of that cycle. Not always, but many times life events happen that interrupt our lives and wake us up. Sometimes that's a medical diagnosis. Sometimes that's a failed relationship. But if you're in this under the sound of my voice, let me say this to you. You don't have to wait on a life event to make you surrender to the vision God gave you. You don't have to wait for God to break in through a life event to surrender to the vision that God gave you. You can make a decision today to create something new in your own life. You can start today. With a conscious decision to take charge of your life and not let life have charge of you. You can exit the rat race of life and it starts where? You know the answer. It starts in your mind. It starts with the thoughts that you're thinking. It starts with what you see in your mind and what you accept as truth about God and truth about Who you are and who God created you to be. It is true that you go where your vision is. It is true that you go where your vision is. And so true vision comes from God. But we we must choose to align our thoughts and our being to that vision. And so in order to create something different, you must do something different. And everything starts with your thoughts. So if true vision comes from God, it means you must hear from God. Just as clearly as God spoke to you regarding your purpose, God can also speak to you regarding a vision surrounding that purpose. But some of us today are addicted to hurry. Some of us today are addicted to hurry, addicted to racing through life, being everywhere, being everything to everybody we never have time to hear from ourselves or to hear from god and so what i want to say to you today is that in order to create something new you must slow down in order to to create something new you must slow down i know what i'm saying is counterintuitive to what the culture teaches us but the culture does not lead us to spirituality The culture will not lead us into being who God created us to be. The hustle mentality will not get you to purpose. And so here's why I need you to slow down. Here's why I need you to slow down. When we slow down, we increase the opportunity to receive from God. What if I told you your prosperity was in your purpose, that prosperity for you was in your purpose? What if I told you that? Would you be more prone to slow down and receive from God? Would you be more prone to put a strategy around your purpose to develop a vision? Would you drop the grind mentality and slow down enough to focus? Well, your prosperity in life is tied to your purpose. And then when I said the word prosperity, if all you thought about was a house or a car, you are truly missing out on life. Prosperity is about influence, it's about impact, it's about peace, and it's about clarity and feeling sufficient. Some of us are so busy that we rush even through our prayers, giving God's orders, and we never sit still long enough to hear from God concerning those petitions that we are making of him. You ought to be waking up in the morning. Ready to hear what God has to say. Laying down at night with a pen and paper by your nightstand because you know that God is going to wake you up and whisper something to you. Or you know that God will show you something through a vision or through a dream. You should be proactively placing yourself in a posture to hear from heaven. But many of us place ourselves in a posture to first hear from our spouse, to first hear from social media, to first hear from CNN, or first hear from 45. But you should be placing yourself in a posture to hear from heaven. You should not start your day without first wanting to hear from heaven. And so what I want to talk about a little bit, um, those of us that are at the Firm Foundation know that we've covered this topic before And it's the reason it it plays into why it needs you to slow down. The law of circulation, the law of circulation. So the law of circulation talks about receiving that in order to have something to give, you must first be open to receiving meaning that you can't go out and try to give people something we don't have. You don't have many of us are out here trying to teach people something we have not learned, give people something that we don't have, tell them how to hear from God. And we've never heard from God. And guess what? Most of those things do fall on deaf ears because the energy is not right with what you're trying to do because your own consciousness knows that you have not developed that for yourself. And so we talked about the law of circulation in the relation to our finances and material things. That you cannot give what you have not first received but the law of circulation is a principle right so with the principle it can be applied to different circumstances and so if our vision our purpose and our vision is a a tunnel in which we bless the world that we send out our good into the world if we apply the law of circulation to this then we must have first received something to even send out into the world. What should we have received in relation to our vision? The strategies, the resources, the people, the goals, everything around that, we should start wanting to receive that from God so that we have something to send out into the world to bless others. Our purpose is literally what connects us to the world and allows us to have a positive impact on the world. And so if you live life under the premise that I must labor for everything I receive in this life, you are living a life void of faith. If you take taken on the grind mentality from culture, you are living, there's a portion of your life that's not living on faith. There are some things that should come into your life that you did not have to hustle for, that you did not have to open a book for, but that God dropped it in your spirit. There are some people that should come into your network that you did not have to chase down, but somehow they felt an urge and a need to assist you on your journey. Some of the financial resources that you will need to accomplish your vision It will show up without you having to labor for it. There are some things that should get easier and simpler in life simply because you are applying the strategies and the principles that Jesus taught us. The first step to receiving from God in any capacity. I'm not just talking about messages, but receiving in any capacity is allowing time for things to come to you and allowing time for God, allowing time to hear yourself. And so if you've created a life, listen, so if you have created a life that doesn't allow time for God, that doesn't allow time for meditation and visualization, I want to remind you that, that that's not God's desire for your life. That that's not God's desire for your life. But today will be a good day for all of us to commit to doing something better, to commit to doing something new. I want to remind you that you will not get anywhere without God. And if somehow you made it without God, you will not be there very long and you will not be sustained. If this is you, that you've created a life that doesn't have God, time for God. As a priority, today we can ask God for assistance to help us. We can ask God for assistance. Today is a good day to repent for not giving the one who gave you life time in your life. For thinking he told you to do everything on your own. For hustling so hard that you don't even trust God for provision. God can assist you with your addiction to hurry. God can assist you with your addiction to hurry. And it's an addiction that the culture helps to feed. In order to manifest purpose, you must be courageous enough to create something new. And in order to create something new, you must slow down enough to receive And document a vision from God, to receive strategy from God, to receive resources from God, to receive even those people into your network from God. And so today we're going to close out in prayer and all of us repent together because I believe we all can make more time for God. So join me in prayer. God, we come to you right now thanking you for all that you've given us treasuring this life that you've given us. And if you're under the sound of my voice, God has kept you in the middle of a pandemic. So not only are you surviving, God also wants you to thrive even now, even now, even now. And we thrive best when we begin to connect our purpose to a vision. And so God, I know you're speaking to us and it may be us that we're just so addicted to being everything to everybody to showing off to social media all that we are doing. But God, we come right now and we repent and we say that we're sorry for not giving you the due space in our lives that you deserve, God. God, help us to seek to be in a posture to hear from heaven, God. Help us to wake up in the morning wanting to hear from you. Help us to lay down at night wanting to rest, knowing that you could wake us up with a whisper, that you could even show us in dreams, the vision that you have for us. So God, help us to be in a posture to hear from you because without you, God, we cannot accomplish anything. And if we accomplished it, we wouldn't have it for long. But God, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for watching over us even when we don't give you the attention that you deserve. But God, I pray for every person under the sound of my voice that as we go into this next week, That we think about leaving room to hear from you. Not just shouting out petitions to you, telling you to do this and do that and to bless us in this way and that way that we would be still and that you would show us how the blessing will come to us. That you would show us who to talk to. That you would show us what steps to take. God, we thank you now for your divine revelation. We thank you for your divine revelation in our lives. And so as we leave this place on today, God, We thank you that your Holy Spirit is within us and that through this week, as we make time to even rewatch this message for, for inspiration, that your Holy Spirit will hone in on those areas where we need it most individually, where we need it most individually. And God, so we submit this message to you. We submit this prayer to you, knowing that you will do a work that may not even be completed on today, but as we go through our lives, as we go through our week, and as we go through this sermon series, that things will become clearer to us because we're slowing down to hear from you. We want to get out of this pattern of our life. This is repetitive, almost like a software program. We want to get out of that pattern. And we know that with you, God, we can do that. We can create something new. So God, give us the courage to create something new. We submit this prayer and this service to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, for those of you who may be addicted to hurry, there's a book that is out on Amazon that you can buy or you can get it on Kindle. And I think it may be on Audible as well. It's by Dr. Kirk Byron Jones called "Addicted." to hurry. Addicted to hurry. If this message kind of hit you in the gut today and you felt convicted, I want you to go and get this book and look at some of the strategies he talks about in helping you to slow down, helping you to evaluate your life in a way to slow down. You can get out of this rat race and with God and the right tools and the right strategies, you can do this. God bless you and have a great week. Bye-bye.